Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for welcoming me. Thank you, Pastor Dan and Brenda, all of you, such a gift today. You woke up early to come to church. That's real dedication to be here. By, you know, I was thinking with the weather, you know, who wants to go to church? You know, some people, so I was praying for, you know, for the angels to wake people up, you know, for people to go to church, you know, so... So I'm so happy for you guys to, you know, for you to be here. So let, let's begin, you know, so, amen. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We glorify you. You're the Alpha, you're the Omega, you're the Ancient of Days, you're the Great I Am. Father, teach us, open our eyes of our understanding, give us revelation, knowledge, Lord. Open our eyes, remove any veils. Uh, you know, open our ears to hear from you, Lord. Uh, Father, uh, may, may we receive blessings as we hear your word. May, may you restore us, heal us, restore us, deliver us from any issue as we listen to you, Lord. And Father, if there's anything in our lives, spiritually, physically, that is dead, may it come up alive in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, uh, what a year it has been right? COVID-19, shutdowns, and sometimes you're like, this will go on for uh, some foreseeable future, but uh, so if, if one of you can, I mean, some of you can share with one word what this year, year 2020 has been to you, what would you say? Just one word, like pain, challenging, you know, yesterday some people say growth, it was an opportunity for growth. Faith opportunity. Faith, okay. Frustration. Frustration, yes. Gratitude. Amen, amen. That's awesome. Yeah, for me, 2020 was more like, you know, when you go against a wall, you're like, okay, what you should you do? You know, so I had to, like, grow deeper into the, you know, into God, because as you say, it was faith, opportunity, growth. For me, it was the same thing. And uh, it's good for us to know that nothing will separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. According to Romans 8, 35 to 39, will tribulation, stress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, will all these things separate us Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm persuaded, and we should be persuaded, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor the present, nor things to come in the future, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. So that is a good foundation. No matter what we are going through, because God loves us, you know, he has given us resources for us to be able to go through uh, whatever we are going through. Because God is not against us. We are his children. And uh, one, um, I was trying to study God's names. And one name that came to me, it was Jehovah Shammah. He is the existing one, the great I am. 
and allowed that song the blessing. You know, and th that's why, you know, I was like, he is what? He's around us. He's in us. He's with us. Wherever we go, the Lord is with us. So I thank, you know, for the worship team, for that beautiful song. Uh, you know, because that's the reality. God is with us wherever we go. And, you know, as Pastor Dan was sharing, you know, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God is with us too. You know, the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is with us. Uh, you know, what else can he raise in us that is dead? You, you know, a lot of things he can raise. It doesn't have to be also um, physical. It also can be some things, you know, uh, some of my talents, gifts, they seem to be dead. So sometimes I ask the Holy Spirit to raise up, you know, the talents within me that are dead. So, um, so as 2020, uh, as 2020, you know, I had to run to the, to the Lord because the, uh, the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. It's all say it's a high tower. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes when you studied like warfare, high towers, they used high towers to look towards, you know, the enemies who, who would to come, you know, will come and attack. What we do when we run into Jesus, guess what? And we, you know, he, he tells us, he warns us sometimes, okay, this is about to happen. You, you know, so take cover, you know. Sometimes even the story of Mary and Joseph, what happened? God also told them to go to Egypt. Sometimes you have to take cover, you know. That's a good thing about, uh, you know, when you, when, when you are walking with Jesus. He will warn us. He will tell us, he will guide us, he'll protect us. And in, in 2 Peter 1, 3, it also says that God has given us everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. Everything we need for this life is available for us. So we need to learn how to ask. You know, one time Brenda said, we, we don't ask because, I mean, we don't have because we don't ask. You know, God says he's, he's made it available through Jesus Christ. Jesus, through Jesus Christ, he has given us everything, every spiritual gift in the heavenly realm. So it's for us to access them. You know, one, uh, one thing that uh, prevents us to receiving, it's always what? It's sometimes the enemy, you know. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy and the Lord has made us, we have to make sure that sometimes we rebuke him. When he comes to steal my health, I tell him, uh-uh. If he starts to steal my finances, I tell him, no, no. You know, years ago, there was a time I did not know. You know, uh, even God says, my people are destroyed due to lack of knowledge. So we have to grow in the knowledge of God, you know. And, and, and this helps us in the times of battle. In the, in the book of Revelation 12, 17, you know why sometimes we have to uh, go to like spiritual warfare and, and such? It says, I'll paraphrase, the devil has declared war to everyone who calls Jesus Christ, who has a testimony of Jesus Christ, or anyone who keeps the commandments of God. Revelation 12, 17. So, so before we came to this earth, the Bible says war was declared to anyone who's a follower of Jesus. You know, 
So, so, and God was like, okay. So, God is so amazing. You know, he said, okay. So, he came, Luke 10, uh, 10 19. He said, okay, I, I'm going to give you authority over the same enemy. When he comes, he says, no power shall harm you. I'll, you'll, you'll be able to overcome all the powers of the enemy. So, we are rest assured that God wants us to utilize the power and authority based on 1019, Luke 1019, that he has given us. You know, that's why also sometimes we have to put the armor of God. You know, and we need to trample him when he comes to steal our finances, our, uh, our health, our children, uh, you, know, some, you know, whatever he is, we have to go against him in the name of Jesus. Also, God talks about binding the strong man. You know, we have some time to bind him in the name of Jesus. So, uh, so the sermon today, it's called, that was a long introduction, the heritage of the servants of God. You know, God wants us to know the heritage. Um, heritage means uh, something which is inherited or established way of thinking, something but, uh, that we have inherited through God's promises. As children of God, we have to know, going into 2021, what God has or has done or it's available for us. You know, if, um, okay, I, I'll, I'll tell you a dramatic story. When I was uh, uh, like 22, I was in ER and, you know, and the, the doctor was like, wow, you almost lost you. You know, you didn't have a heartbeat. My heartbeat in the monitor was like probably, and they were like, they had to like resuscitate me, you know. And I was thinking about when I was preparing. And our Christian life, you know, if it's the same way like mine was, we need spiritual resuscitation. You know, if my, my life was my spiritual, my walk with God, I'm not growing, I'm not growing in wisdom, knowledge, understanding, then I need to jumpstart. It's like something is wrong because God is an ocean on ocean of knowledge and understanding. And we cannot just depend on the past, you know, experience because the enemy tends to outsmart people. So we always have to like grow in wisdom and knowledge and power of who God is. So the heritage of the servants of God. And we go to Isaiah 54. If anyone has that one, I, I came late. I gave uh, the ministry team the verses late, so they weren't able to post them. I'm sorry. But uh, Isaiah 54, it says, Seeing, O barren, you who have been born, who, who, you who have not been born, break forth into singing, cry out loud, you who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman. Enlarge your tent. This was the message. And let, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare. Lengthen your cord. Strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities uh, inhabited. 2021, sometimes we may feel like we've gone through a, like barrenness. You know, when someone goes through barrenness, there's pain, 
there's depression, there's emptiness, there's disgrace, persecution, you name it. But God is saying, at this time, raise up, you know, rise up, burst forth in singing, rejoice, because he's about to do something. And he's saying, uh, we need to enlarge our tents. The tents at the time uh, of the Palestine, the tents, when the, the family grows and it has children, what they do, they don't take down the whole building. Like, if you want to expand this, we don't take down the whole, we, we, we're going to start expanding the wall and use the foundation. God is saying, you know, you, you need to build up to what you have already. Build up your faith. Build up your walk with him. Because he's ready to pour more into our life. Utilize the existing foundation. Enlarge your dreams. Enlarge your visions. You can do all things through Christ. You know, you know, don't dig up a hole and crawl in. God is like, no, this is not the time. Rise up. Ask for wisdom. Ask for knowledge. Ask for fruits of the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, as someone once said, uh, once you lengthen your cords, you must strengthen your sticks, driving them deeper into God's truth. Like, a, uh, like life is like a huge tree. The more branches you spread the deeper the roots must go. We have to uh, go deeper with God. Our foundations must be rooted in Christ. You know? So what is our foundation? Some, uh, some, some of our foundation might be weak because you know, we are not rooted deep in Christ. So when, when uh, storms come, we get blown over. So, so by spending time with the Lord, worshiping, praying, you know, uh, these things help us in our walk. In Isaiah 54, 4, 8, we, we're going to just read uh, some of them. He says, you will forget the shame of your youth. You know, all the bad things that happened to them. You will not remember the reproach of your wid- widowhood. Widowhood happened when they were in exile in Babylon. But God is saying there's some things in our life we feel like, you know, uh, we've been widows or we've been left. We don't feel God. But God is saying... In verse 5, your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. Your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the, uh, the God of, the, of all the earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, like a youthful wife when you are refused. God has called you. Uh, and he says, you know, for a mere moment, he might have forsaken them, or sometimes we feel that, but it's not true. But with great mercy, I will gather you. God is with us. Whatever we go through, he's trying to tell us, you know, that he's going to walk with us. In verse uh, uh, 54, uh, verse 9, he also says, I will not be angry with you. You know, I will not rebuke you. My kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed. He's saying also that his kindness and covenant of peace shall be with us wherever we go. One way God shows his kind to us 
is through what? Healing, restoration, blessing. One of his name is Jehovah Rapha. Uh, in Hebrew, um, how to pronounce it? You say Yod Havaha. That's one of the words. He is the one who heals. He's the one who restores. He is. Uh, you say if we uh, we may conclude that Yahweh is the great physician who not only heals our physical needs, but also emotional and spiritual needs. Jesus wants to heal everything that we've gone through. You know, the name of Jesus is above COVID nineteen answer everything that we go through the name of Jesus is above everything else and the Bible say we are seated with Christ in heavenly realms even now we are seated with him so if the name of Jesus is above every and we are seated with Christ above a wall that means we are <laughs> yeah yeah we are so uh, it's it's amazing in my bungling I mean we can't even yeah, we need more revelation even what that means, <laughs> you know. But God is saying, you know, that you are with him. And he wants us to walk like Jesus walked. I believe that Jesus, uh, how God wanted that, like every one of us to be like Christ, you know. Uh, like Christians, we need to walk like Christ. You know, you know, if they are like, what well, they say, hundreds and hundreds of millions of Jesus, uh, people, Christians, who are walking like Jesus, how different would the word be? You know, evangelize, preach, you know, healing, restoration. God wants every one of us to be like him. That's why he started with you, you know. I remember, um, I remember uh, there was one story I had, uh, there was one time when I was in New Jersey, the Lord told me to go to a hospital. I mean, somebody told me to go to a hospital. He said, you come to a rehab hospital and preach, maybe two, three years ago. And the way he said rehab, I thought it was just drug. Rehab, okay, yeah, I'll come and preach. So then I prepared my sermon, and it was about the name of Jesus. I'm like, why the Holy Spirit wants me to preach the name of Jesus and preach about healing? So as soon as I entered the rehab, I, I knew why. It was a physical rehabilitation. There were like 20 to 25 people on wheelchair waiting to hear <laughs> about preaching. And, you know, sometimes your faith goes from here to here. You're like, God, you know, why would I preach healing? You know, and you're like, you know, the fear came in. But, you know, God... As I finished, I preached them, you know, the name of Jesus, and I prayed for them. Uh, you know, uh, the Bible says God uses, like he uses our faith, wherever level it is. Mine was not, <laughs> yeah, but he still used it, you know. And I would see, when I prayed for some of them, I would see, like, their eyes change right away, and there were, something was lifted, and I was amazed, now, looking back, I was like, if I had gone there like, you know, some Wiggleworth or uh, John G. Lake and be like, start lifting them up from their wheelchair, <laughs> maybe some of them would be healed. I don't know, you know, but God utilized the, you know, what I had at that time. Mm. 
And, and God wants us to know that he wants to heal us. That, you know, the lie of the enemy is like, no, God doesn't want to heal me. That's a big lie, you know. So God, that's his intention. Sometimes we have to ask God why the hard question. Why, why, why is not happening? You say the name of Jesus is above all things. Why is it not happening? And for me, I notice when I ask him that question, he answers me. You know, there are sometimes he told me, oh, because I was praying for the healing rooms and we pray for them and pray for them and pray for them. He said, and nothing happens. And he was like, okay, go to, you remember the verse of, uh, Jesus talked about prayer and fasting. He said, yeah, this tool, this year he told me fasting. Why, yeah, why did Jesus fast? Oh, I don't know. So he was like, so, yeah. Use that ingredient of fasting. When you fast, you know, it starves the flesh, but it gives, uh, you know, food to the spirit. And he said there's more power. There's, there's hidden secrets about fasting. And I did not know because, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, I want to give up. But God is like, no, always ask what he's doing. Uh, one thing as uh, the heritage of servants of God, we know God is our shepherd. You know, he's Jehovah, uh, Jehovah, uh, Jehovah Rofi. You know, he, he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. Another thing we need to know that he'll help El Shaddai. That is the all-sufficient one. He wants to provide us with blessings, provision, food. Wherever Jesus went, he gave them food. You know, I mean, some, yeah, when he, said, uh, fed, uh, he, he fed the 5,000, right? And I was listening to that story, and I was like, he fed the 5,000 more than they needed. Yeah, he's a God of more than enough. So when I go to him, I need to, I need to expect more than enough, you know? Uh, and because that, that's who he is, his abundance. And... Um, and, and la, uh, okay, uh, moving on uh, along, let me read um, Isaiah 54, 11 to 17. Because this is also, oh, you afflicted one, tossed with tempest, not comforted. Behold, I will lay stones with gems. I, I, I will lay your stones with colorful gems. He's talking to the church and he's talking to us too. This is the heritage of servants. Are you a servant of God? God is saying this to us. He will lay our foundation with sapphires. Some of them I had to Google these stones. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and your walls of precious stones. It's royalty. Royalty and prosperity, and your children shall be taught by the Lord, and you shall be great, and, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from oppression, for you, sh uh, for you shall not fear from any terror that will come to you. And 17, I'll go forward to 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. So, so that is amazing that God, he, he wants to bless us. 
spiritually, physically, financially, you name it. So, uh, you know, in conclusion, as we move on to 2021, why I say those, because as we go to 2021, we need to like know who we are in Christ. Who, we need to address God who he is. You know, he wants to bless us. He wants to do all these amazing things. And 2021, he wants us also to declare. I don't know uh, who put the declarations up there, you know, and yeah, ah, amazing. That was the thing, you know, declare, you know, declare, you know, what you need to have next year. And I looked at it, they are so beautiful. I was like, you know, this will put to shame my declarations, but <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So, but uh, they, are, they are beautiful. And God is like, as Christians, we have to be careful what we speak. In Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. So as you declare, you know, we, we need to expect to eat those fruits of our declaration. You know, either we eat fruits from God or we eat fruits from the enemy. If you speak death, the enemy will enforce it. He'll send his spirits, he'll send his minions, he'll send people to enforce your negative talk. You know, because one time I was like, years ago, I'll say, I wish I was dead. You know, before, uh, in two weeks, I almost dying, you know, because I spoke that, you know, and it was, uh, and, and God was trying to teach me, as Christians, we have to learn from our father. Our father, his words, he watches over his word. He watches over them. And it's so important that he named Jesus the word, you, you know, which is like, wow, okay, why would you name, you know, yourself the word? Because words are important. And the words are what the enemy uses to accuse us before the father. Oh, he spoke, he wants us to die. Okay. You know, I remember my wife, uh, another story, my wife, before I met her, when I was six, seven years old, I said, oh, I'm going to marry a white woman. <laughs> you know, and, and people were laughing at me. My family, they're like, oh, this kid is. <laughs> yeah, you know, so when I met my, uh, my wife, the Lord reminded me what you spoke over 30 years ago. I was blown away. I did not know words are that important, you know. So, so, so to, to conclude, you know, um, let's, let's uh, stand up and just declare some words into next year. You know, and if you don't see it the first one month, you still believe. If you don't see it the second month, that is faith. You still keep saying it. Sooner or later, God himself will come down. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abed. Jesus will come down and make sure that, that word you're speaking come to fruition. So, so uh, just repeat after me. I decree and declare. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I decree and declare. God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I decree and declare that I will prosper and walk in, faith and walk in health even as my soul prospers. I decree and declare 
that I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Okay, um, I'll just report after me. May the Lord bless me, keep me, make his face shine upon me, be gracious to me. Lord, lift up your countenance and give me peace. Another one. Um, open, Father, open the floodgates of heaven over my life. And I receive more than I have room for. In the name of Jesus. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you. Let me pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. So, we thank you for your children. We thank you for all of us, Lord. May you, may you continue to bless us in the name of Jesus. Father, lose your blessings over all, all of us. We rebuke the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If he's uh, uh, around us, Father, we rebuke him in the name of Jesus. May, may he be bound in the name of Jesus and, uh, and set us free. Father, I break any curses, uh, every covenant of the enemy, any altars that the enemy is using to attack us, Lord. May they be consumed by your fire, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare your healing, your restoration, your deliverance over us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, okay, thank you.